you are joining us this morning. I'd like you to unmute your devices and shout a bigger hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. Good morning, sir. Good morning, man. God bless you. Please turn your Bible with me this morning to the book of Sam. Psalms chapter 19. God is good. All the time, God is good. God is good to me. Mm -hmm. God is good to me. Ay, 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 ay. You've been good. You are so good. God is good to me. Psalm 90 from verse 1 to 5. We will meet our devices as we read together. One, two, go. Lord, thou has been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou had formed the earth and the world. From everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Thou turnest man to destruction. And said, Return ye children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away as with a flood. They are asleep. In the morning they are like grass, great of Praise the Lord. If God has been your dwelling place, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Again, I want to um, I want you to know that we don't have food seasoning in the Bible. It is men that cook that up. So please don't join people to say, yes, everybody is sick. No, it's not everybody. Please, there is power in your world. You will not be sick. Your household will not be sick. The Bible said, let the weak say, I am strong. So if you are strong, I mean, if you are weak, you are strong in the name of Jesus. Amen. God has been taking us on a series titled Seven Abominations to Avoid. Uh, can somebody tell us, uh, just uh, highlight all the abominations mentioned, number one. What was the first abomination we looked like? We looked, we looked at a proud look. Yes, a proud look. Thank you. Yes, lying tongue. Yes, what else? Or mute your device and tell us. Proverbs chapter 6. It has it had that device, what? It has that device, wicked imagination. Yes. And Innocent blood, that is very correct. Yes, is that all? 
shows a lot fits that run to do mischief. Yes, fit that runs to mischief. Now, fit that swift to in running to mischief. And today we're looking at number six, a false witness that speaketh lies. Now, uh, Proverbs 6, verses uh, 19. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that swear discord among brethren. Now, turn your Bible with me to the book of First King, chapter 21. First King 21. Um, now, we are going to read. Let's see how much we can read. Um, I will read from verse 1 to 5. I need a volunteer leader read from, five, from 6 to 10. And another volunteer leader from uh, 11 to, to 15. First King 21, if you are reading, just unmute your device when it is your turn. Now, I read verse 1. And it came to pass after these things that nobody just realized how the vineyard, which was in Jezreel, had by the palace of Ahab, uh, king of Samaria. And Ahab spake unto Nabot, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herb." because it is near unto my house, and I will give thee for it a, a, a better venue than it. Or, excuse me. Or if it seems good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. Look at what he said. He said, oh, I will give you a better vineyard than this. If he has a better vineyard, why not he go for the better vineyard and leave the poor man on the own? Verse 3, and Nabal said unto Ahab, the Lord forbid it, forbid me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. You will not give the inheritance of your fathers. You will not give it to the devil. I will not give my inheritance to the devil in the name of Jesus Anyone whose inheritance has been stolen, recover them all in Jesus' name. And Ahab came into his house heavy and displeased because of the words which Nabal, the Jezreelite, had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid him down upon his bed and turned away his face and would not eat and would, and would eat no bread. But Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said unto him, Why is thy spirit so sad that thou eatest no bread? Verse 6. You need to come closer. Yes. Go ahead. And he said unto her, Because I spake unto Naboth, the Jezreel, and said unto him, Give me thy vineyard for money, or else, if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give thee my failure. And Jezebel, his wife, said unto him, Does God now govern the kingdom of Israel? Arise, eat bread, and let their hearts be merry. How we give thee the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreel? So she wrote letter in Heab's name, and sealed them with a seal, and sent the letter unto the elders and to the nobles that were in the city dwelling with Naboth. And she wrote in the letter, saying, Proclaim a fast and send Naboth on high among the people, 
and set two men, sons of Belial, before him to bear witness against him, saying, Thou didst blaspheme God and the king, and then carry him out and stole him that he may die. Verse 11, somebody else. And praise Lord. And the men of the city, even the elders and the nobles who, who were the inhabitants in his city, this that Jezebel had sent unto them. And as it was written in the letters which she had sent unto them, they proclaimed a fast and set Naboth on high among the people. And there came in two men, children of Belia, and sat before him. And the men of Belia witnessed against him, even against Naboth, in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth did blaspheme God and the king. Then they carried him forth out of the city and stoned him with stones that he died. 14. Then they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth is stoned and is dead. 15 and the last verse. And it came to pass when Jezebel heard that Naboth was stoned and was dead, that Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, Jezreelite which, which he refused to give thee for money. For Naboth is not alive, but dead. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus. Your vineyard will not be taken from you in Jesus' name. Any Ahab who may want to take your vineyard, the judgment of God will come upon them. They will go for you in the name of Jesus. Any organization, any individual sitting on your, on your vineyard, this morning, the power of God will unseat them in the name of Jesus. Uh, we must make sure ourselves we are not sitting on anybody's vineyard. And in the name of Jesus, what belongs to us, another will not take. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, this story tells us about bearing false witness. But false, for anything false, is simply against the truth. When you say false, that means it's not true. That means it's opposite of the truth. Anything false is against Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 tells us that whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is a good report, if there's any virtue, think on these things. Philippians 4, 8. So anything false is against what is in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Now, false witnesses or false witness present fake, fabricated words, documents, or facts against an accused, an accused person with the intention of labeling the person or jailing the accused to condemn the accused. So what false witness, what they do is that they present fake document, they make fake speech, they cook up lies and, you know, and present facts, even in courts. They present, uh, you know, fabricated document against an accused person with the intention of labeling the person or with the intention of killing the person, with the intention of jailing the person and so on. It is an abomination before God to bear false witness as believers. 
we are not to be a false witness. Now, one thing we know about Christianity and that I enjoy so much about Christianity is that Christians are known to be people who say the truth. Christians are known to be people who say the truth. They are honest people. If you put, you see, there's a, there's, there's a practice in my community. While we were growing up, I don't know whether it's still in place. Um, even though our community where I grew up is a combination of uh, Christian, the, there's Muslim, there's other worshipers. So these three, uh, let's say three faith or religion are the predominant in my community. I don't even know which one is larger. So it, uh, there's so much, it's, and it's all mixed up. The community live in peace, but there is there's a practice I work, I you know I grew up with. What is that practice? <clears throat> in those days, when we are going to the farm, you see, people will leave their farm produce on the road. They will put a price tag on it. I don't know many people that grew up in the community or village like me, my uh, that are probably maybe a bit elderly might understand what I'm saying if they do that. But this is what they do in our community. When we are going to the farm in the morning, you see somebody's two bar of yam on the road. It could be five, many of them. The person will put a price tag on it. And so now what the person is doing is that if anybody's passing the road and you want to buy it, then if you see the price and you have the money, then what happened is that you is either maybe there's a box. They have something like a box, a safer place. Uh, you can then take the yam, put the money there, and then into that, and the owner will return from our farm and pick it up. Or maybe call, you know, the person, or go out, go to the person's house, oh, I saw your farm produce, I want to buy it, here's the money. Also, another thing that I noticed while growing up is that in the front of our house in those days and other houses, people will put their farm produce, their market produce and all of that, and people will, they will put the, say, their price tag and they will go off to the market. They will go off to different places. Some will go to school. They come back. Somebody will have paid for it. And then nothing is missing. That's a good practice. But I don't know if it is still in place. Now, if all of this happened in a community where there are a lot of unbelievers, how much more now? How not to talk about bearing false witness against innocent people? So Christians are known to be people who are honest people. We are not to, you are not to label anybody because you hated the person in the first place believers should not even hate. You should even, even have bitterness against anyone. But because there is hatred in your heart towards somebody, and so you want to do everything to label against the person, what you are doing is that you are a false witness. And is an abomination before God. Now we have other examples in the Bible. In this case, Naboth, you know, he has a vineyard. His father gave him the vineyard. His father too also inherited it from his father. And so it was a family inheritance. And that was all he got. But it was close to the palace. And King Ahab was walking and he saw it. He loved the fruit and said, can I have it? The young man said no. And then he said, well, I will give you money. I'll give you a better. The young man said, no, I know I'm not going to do that. Now, you, every one of us has spiritual inheritance. Don't sell it out. Now, even though Naboth died for it, but we thank God he stood his ground. 
Now, and you know, this man went home, and again, just like we talked about on Wednesday in the Bible study, if you were there or joining us online, the the, the wife, you know, you know, he saw that the man was sad and said, What is the problem? He narrated, said, Don't worry, I'll take care of it. She went and fabricated one. She wrote a letter in her husband's name without the husband knowing anything about it. And then she went on to organize a fast. And then the Bible tells us about the sons of Belial. Our children will not be sons of Belial. Our children will not be daughters of Belial. In the name of Jesus. And so she fabricated lie. They cook up this lie against this innocent man. And they stoned him and he died. False witness. We also have the case of Stephen in the Bible, Acts chapter 8. Joseph brothers too also be a false witness. Potiphar's wife be a false witness. Joseph was jailed for it. Brilove, it is an abomination before God when you speak lie with the aim of pulling somebody down. Don't pull anybody down. All you who everyone around you, both the one that love you and the one that hates you, is love. The Bible says we should hold no man anything except what? And to love them. So that is what we hold one another. Do not pull anybody down. Don't be a false witness at work. Don't say, I was there. Some people will even be swearing. They will be swearing with their, with their father, swearing with their mother, swearing with even the name of God. And they were not there. Those are false witnesses. It's an abomination. I want to bow down your head this morning. Now, you are going to pray. Maybe even in the past, you have been a false witness against someone and you are here this morning. There is repentance. There is mercy available for you. Maybe as a result of you bearing false witness, somebody has been condemned. Somebody has been, has been sent packing or somebody has been, is in jail or somebody is in big problem now. Well, if you are in that category, you need to go and repent and bring the person that has been incarcerated out. Yes. Uh, you know, we've had many cases even in the community of people turning in to say the truth. And God is able to even cancel whatever consequences the enemy might want to place over your life. But here now you are going to pray. You are going to say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me this morning. I refuse to be a false witness. I will not be a false witness against my brethren. I will not be a false witness against anyone. Lift up your voice. Well, if you are not there, don't say I was there. Don't, don't cook up lies. Don't cook up lies. It's an abomination. Anyone who practices any of these six abominations, the seven one we'll talk about, you know, next week, I tell you, they have no place in the kingdom of God. But because God wants us to make heaven, that's what he's bringing them to us. Lift up to us and say, Father, I thank you for your word this morning. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. You are going to lift up your voices and say, Father, anyone cooking false witness, against me, destroy their counsel. As you turn the counsel of Ahitophel over David into foolishness, turn every counsel of false witness against me and my household, against members of Jesus' house, turn their counsel to foolishness. Go ahead and make that your prayer. In the name of Jesus, anyone who may be cooking up false witness against me, against any member of Jesus' house, this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus, let them use their own hair to carry their own false witness. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. Your next prayer point, you are going to say, mighty God. You are going to say, mighty God. 
in the name of Jesus, my vineyard will not be taken from me. My inheritance will not be taken from me. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Now, are you here this morning? You are not born again. You've not invited Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. Jesus loves you. He loves you. He's the only one that can deliver you from this abomination. You are here. I want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life in Jesus' name. Write my name in the book of life in Jesus' name. Father, as many that have prayed this prayer, forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life in Jesus' name. I have prayed. Pray and say, Father, this morning, Lord, arise in your power and comfort me and restore to me every stolen inheritance in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Finally, you are going to say, Father, tomorrow's services are before you. Arise and drive multitude to your church. Heal all your children. Restore good health to them. Anyone, anyone who might be incarcerated, who is incarcerated in their mind because of false witness, Father, send your word. We send forth your word, your word of healing and breakthrough. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. What do you want the Lord to do for you today? Ask him this morning. Ask him this morning. Ask him this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your word this morning. Lord, you are teaching us, commanding us that we must not be a false witness. Are there ways we have been false witness in the past? Please have mercy in the name of Jesus. Lord, I praise anyone who has been incarcerated as a result of false witness. Lord, arise and rescue them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray this morning, the grace to speak the truth at all times, the grace to walk in the truth, grant unto each one of us in the name of Jesus. I pray this morning, anyone who may be sick or afflicted, be healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, ancient of days. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Couples in the house, shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the house, shout a bigger hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and strengthen you all in Jesus' name. Don't forget this morning and all our singles. Now, very important uh, the month of December, when we meet for our couples, um, you know, uh, retreat, the third Saturday uh, is going to be for the singles only. So singles in the house, and now it's your turn out to unmute your device and shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So third Saturday in December, by God's grace, is going to be for the singles, and then December 25th, I mean 24th, not 25th, of course, uh, will be for the couples. And by the grace of God, to be glorious, each one of us receive new wine in Jesus' name. Today, please join us at 11, uh, from 11 to 1, for uh, November edition of the Marriage and Royal Priesthood 
and the team is effective communications in Mari. One of the things the enemy is using to pull homes down is lack of communication or because it's not effective. The law will teach us and we open our arm, we expose every weapon of the devil and our home will flourish in Jesus' name. Let's share the grace together. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Give it to your neighbor. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. The Lord bless you. Have a blessed day. We'll see you later uh, in the day. And also we, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning. You are blessed.